So if you were stuck, like two dogs fucking, who would you call? You, you have you ever seen two dogs fucking get stuck? No. Where they're like facing opposite directions of each other, they get stuck. You gotta spray the water hose on them. Dogs? Yeah, dogs. No. You never I've, seen that? I've killed two flies fucking plenty of times. Okay, so you know how two flies fuck? Uh-huh. They're stuck? Yeah. Who would you call if you're in that situation? I probably just wish I was dead. No, but you got to call somebody. Who would you call? Ghostbusters. <laughs> Can't call Wait, them. Who would you it, call? Is that trademarked? <laughs> Who would you call? I'd probably call you. <laughs> and then you see me coming into your guys' bedroom with a fire with a hose. Get off of them! Get off of them! Back winch, back. <laughs> if I had to do, if I had to call somebody, if like me and Sarah got stuck, like she would just not let go of my dick. No, uh-huh. I'd call you. Get locked, y'all. No, no, no. <laughs> like locked vagina. That'd be a cool move. That would be a cool move. Too bad more chicks don't have more control over their vaginas. Like right. That. More kegels is what they need. Kegels are awesome. I do kegels <laughs> to keep my hemorrhoids in my ass. The worst, the, the sad thing is I think you're being serious on that one. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm being dead serious. To keep the, my hemorrhoids from slipping out of my butthole on a daily basis, I got to do kegels. I do and like people turn off right there. Nah, they're not. <laughs> they're saying, dude. Because they're like, they're starting off with this? Where the fuck are we going? We have no idea. Welcome to another episode of We'll Drink to That. I'm here with my co-host, Mike. Oh, I'm supposed to say hi. Yeah, you fucking you, retard. You yell at me when I'm like, hey, hey guys, how's it going? Yeah, hey guys, how's it going? Uh, even though we're not a live show and I can't see anything you guys saying and being you know high what, too. You don't know what I can see. I know what you can see. What would you do if you could see in the future? I wouldn't want to. Why not? You don't want to see how you die? I'm pretty sure I know I'm going to die. <laughs> Alcohol? Yep. Uh, I'll be all take, yellow have, and shit. Sarah's calling. Hold on. I don't trust my editing skills. Hey, we're recording. Oh, okay. Never mind. What'd you need? Nothing. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Start over? No. Okay. Keep it going. <laughs> I I literally just got off the phone with her and told her, like, hey, we're going to start recording our second one. <laughs> and then know. she calls five minutes later. <laughs> Not even five minutes. And there's my wiener dog. There's your little dick. Richard. How do you, why don't you call him Little Dick? Because his name is Richard. It's Little Dick. Richard. What's another name for Richard? Richard. Dick. Richard. How is Dick a... I don't know how that word came to... I don't know how those two or names like go together. like William and like Bill. Right? Yeah, I, I have two Uncle Bills. But their name is William. That's weird. Like, yeah. there's no B in William. Like, my grandpa's name is William. Mm-hmm. And, like, he goes by Bill. Right, like, that's... My my mom's brother. That's when he was alive. That's what he did too. His name I only knew him as Bill. Yeah, Uncle how, Bill. I don't I don't get that. Like, he like, wasn't Uncle Will. We don't call Will Smith, Bob Smith, or Bill Smith. Bill Smith. <laughs> my name is Kyle. I want to be known as Big Dick Junior. Uh, he has to drink Monster and punch holes in walls. I don't drink Monster though. I wish I did, but I don't. Have a heart attack if you did. I probably would. I didn't feel good after that Red Bull. I had a few. Good. While while ago with you, <laughs> I told you you need to stop drinking those shit. That hurt. My heart was like, duh, 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 duh. <laughs> dude, I, I haven't had an energy drink, and I don't let's see, six years, on the low side. It's probably been longer than that. Really? Yeah. Like, no, I take that back. I had one two years ago, 
it was because I was working nights, and I took like four sips out of it. I'm like, nope, ain't doing it. It's too sugary for you? No, it wasn't even too sugary. It was a bane. See, like, I I got numb to Red Bull because I used to always do vodka Red Bulls. And vodka, or not vodka, vodka would always fuck me up. <laughs> Red Bull didn't really have an effect on me any anymore. I really like the vodka zeros. Those Red are my Bull favorite. zeros? The vodka, or the Red Bull zero. Wow, I don't like zero stuff. Give me the calories. Give me the sugar. I just liked them because like, they tasted like a Coke. The one that, the, like, the, they had the. I don't, Coke silver. has an energy drink. No, the, it was Red Bull, but it was like uh had the silver can with like the bronze lettering and shit. Oh, really? Yeah, they were good. I really liked those. And I really liked the Bane Miamis. It's, did you have you ever tried a red line? Uh no. So I know people can't see me, but it's like this big. And you're only supposed to drink half of it. Like, it even has a yeah. measuring thing on it. It's like, when you hit this mark, stop drinking. <laughs> and you just continue to pound it? Yeah. You'd be wired all day. Go, see, go, but go. see, energy, energy drinks never, like, wound me up or gave me, like, energy or anything like that. They, I just drank them for the taste. Like, they, they never did anything for me. No. So it wasn't very hard for me to say, yeah, okay, I'll cut that out. I remember when Red Bull got popular, I'm sure you were in high school. I was in high school. Uh Whenever my hockey coach saw someone drinking that before a game, he'd just bench him the whole time. He's like, you're going to go out there and get wore out right away. You're not going to be any help. <laughs> well, you'll be because, tired after we do warm-ups. Because the sugar uh, drop in a Red Bull like, versus like, so like how your body processes sugar, that would be like a 15-minute spur. Mm-hmm. You'll, you'll see a 15-minute spike of energy. And after that, you're just, you crash. Yep. That's why, like, uh, when people say, oh, my kids had too much sugar, no bullshit, they're going to crash in 15 minutes. There was this one energy drink, and it's illegal in Wyoming, and I can only find it in Iowa. I, whenever my, my old roommate, he, was, he has family in Iowa, whenever he got there, he'd bring me a whole bunch back. And uh, the whole back of the can is just warnings. Don't drink this whole thing. Don't drink two in less than a 12-hour span. Blah, blah, blah. Sounds like Jolt. It wasn't Jolt. Joel was a pop, wasn't it? Yeah. But so I was like, challenge accepted. Chugged one, chugged two. Then I got called out to work. I was asleep five minutes after leaving Douglas on my way out to Bill. Yeah, because it's it's, a sugar crash. I I crashed hard. I I never had it happen before. That's why like you want to stay awake. You want to stay awake for long periods of time. Fruits and vegetables will keep you up. See, I know. I for some reason I started taking bananas with me to work and that really helped me. Well, yeah, that's a simple sugar. It's a sustained sugar. Like mm-hmm. your body will burn it slowly over time, rather as the sugar they put into like energy drinks. That's a complex sugar, and you, like your body just burns it off really fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've never been good at like I always drink sugar, but I've never been good at like chugging it. I can't chug shit. Well, you love to give me shit about being fat on our last I said episode. it once. Because you call me a little bitch every episode. Well, you are a little bitch. And like that's no denying, denying it. I don't deny it. But now you're getting but, all offended because <clears throat> I called you fat. But me being a fat fuck that I am. Ginger fat fuck. Get it straight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a ginger fat fuck. <laughs> I know some things about nutrition. Do you know where a pot of gold is? Ha! Yeah, at the end of the rainbow, bitch. Where's the gold at? At the end of the rainbow. It's not there. I looked. 
You've never seen the end of a rainbow. It's a double rainbow. Remember that video? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I made some Skittle commercials. Those, and like the foreign ones yeah. that aren't banned. Oh my God. Where that the, the married woman goes and uh, hooks up the best man. Yeah, it does like she like squirt Skittles or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Those are funny. Like, how is this allowed on TV over there? So, today's episode, what do you want to talk about? Chicks with tattoos. Chicks with tattoos. Do you find them hot? Fuck yeah. Depend, uh, okay, depends on where they're at. I used to hate, like, when girls had sleeves. Yeah. But now I'm kind of into it. I think it's kind of cool. Especially if the artwork's good. But my, like, the one I lose my shit on is if a girl has a rib tattoo. And she's in shape. You don't like that? No, I do. Oh. Like, okay. that's the one, like, I would be busting right away. I don't know what it is about a rib tattoo. With a chick with a six-pack? If she's in shape. I don't need a six-pack. Hmm. Sarah has a rib tattoo. Hmm. Hmm. You're going to be single soon. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see how Amanda feels about that. Right. <laughs> Sister wives. <laughs> yeah. Brother husbands, more likely. <laughs> She ain't leaving this. <laughs> True. Tried bus too soon. So, uh, my tongue game's too good. Yeah, that's that's, what, that's why Amanda married me. You got a good tongue game to you? Yeah, because I, I, I know I can't do the other. I know I, I don't last long, so I gotta make up for it. You can eat the bottom of the snack pack with your tongue. What's the bottom? Like oh, the, I was thinking about butt stuff. You can eat the bottom of the snack pack with your tongue. I could, but I don't need snack packs. No, there That's, you go. It's too much chocolate, too much sugar for me in those. <laughs> okay, Mike. What? Too much sugar, and you're drinking fucking Red Bulls. I'm not a big chocolate person. Well, they got vanilla. They got caramel. They don't have caramel Red Bulls. No, but I mean, like, snack packs. Oh, yeah, yeah. I just I eat that stuff so slow. And that's so. Why do you better. do you ever watch the challenge? No, you don't. I know you don't watch that show. No, it's MTV show. Never heard I, of it. I used to always watch it growing up, and I still watch it. This girl has a fucking sweet tattoo on her arm. Yeah, yeah. it's the balloon. Into her name's Kayla. Mm-hmm. She's normally one of the people on the show all the mm-hmm. time, but her, the, the detail of her tattoo is fucking awesome. So as you're sitting there making love to her, are you looking at her arm and be like, oh, that's so much detail. That's so awesome. Or are you looking at her because she has nice, juicy tits? Tits. Yeah, so tattoo means nothing to you. I find them attractive. But you, when you're fucking, you're not looking at the tattoos and be like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Well, I wouldn't, be, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be fucking someone like, hey, let me see your arm real quick. Oh, there it is. But I'm saying, but, but yeah, okay, so, like, Chicks that are tattooed up, nice, nicely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, like, it's it's that's awesome. It's, it's attractive, but you're not fucking them for the tattoos. No. But the tattoos got you to the point where you want to fuck them. I think they're a part of the attractiveness. Okay, so 
chicks with tattoos. This was your idea, so whoa, I don't want you judging me whoa. on it. I'm not judging you. I'm not. I'm just. I'm just trying to get some like basis of this argument. There is no. What's the argument? Well, I gotta be the devil's advocate. Devil advocate for what? Well, chicks with this tattoos. This was your topic, and I. I know, but you went into it as you saying, "Yeah, chicks with tattoos, awesome." So now here it is. Me. I said certain tattoos. Okay, what kind of certain tattoos? I like the rib tattoos. I already said that. Then I okay. just showed you a picture of someone that had an arm that, tattoo that, that I thought was really good. That had a sleeve, but if she didn't have a sleeve, would you still be attracted to her? Yeah. Okay, so the tattooed meant nothing. Okay. Okay, so chicks with tattoos really doesn't matter to you as long as her body's good. Okay. Okay. I'm, I don't know where you're going with this. I'm, I'm just saying, like, you say chicks with tattoos are, are great, especially chicks with rib tattoos. But then you put in up a picture with a chick that has a sleeve, and I'm like, she I said sleeve. that sleeve was done was done good. And I said if that chick didn't have a sleeve, would you still fuck her? Yes. Okay. So what is you attraction? can't admire what, what, is, what is the attraction of chicks with tattoos? Because I can tell you my theory on you, it. You can't imagine the artwork or like the artwork. But are you fucking her for the artwork? Are you fucking her for her personality? Are you asking why I fucked Mona Lisa? Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so here's my theory on chicks with tattoos. Okay, daddy issues. Yes. Hot. Yes. <laughs> Do butt stuff. Swallow. Ass to mouth. No. Vagina to mouth. All possibilities. All realms. All those all those realms are possibilities. Might as well throw a blumpkin in there. Might as well. I, I, I enjoy that. Could you accept a, blunk, a blumpkin? Uh, no, because my shit stinks really bad. Yeah, I couldn't do it. I always joked to my wife, and she's like, what would you actually do? Like, I'd say no. <laughs> yeah, me too. I'd be like, uh, like nope. That's right. Actually, actually, to tell the truth, a blowjob is a blowjob. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't get a blumpkin. That's too gross. If you had, like, Mexican food the night before, you're like, and then like, she's like, oh, my God, what kind of crazy bitch are you? <laughs> my mom would allow this. I'm in love. But see, that's my correlation with, like, chicks with tattoos is, like, they're crazy. Like, they do crazy shit in bed. Yeah, probably. I mean, I I don't know. What's the most craziest person you've ever been with? I'm not going to say names. Well, I would expect you to, but, like, you can get descriptions. A girl. (laughs) I fucking hate you. I don't... (laughs) So I hooked up with this chick. Okay. Right. It was coming home from the bar and she rode me until i could not be rode no more i'm like i lied to her i was like i'm about to come i'm about to come so she jumps on and starts sucking my fucking dick she's like i thought you were about to come i was like i just need you to stop i'm not doing that i can't do it i'm not this is not me i can't do it and she jumped back on and started riding me i was drunk so i was like it's you now bitch i was like uh this is gonna be a little bit and she's like, I got all all the time in the world. And she fucking rode me and rode me and rode me and fucked me and fucked me. And by the time I was ready to come, like, she was just starting to pass out. Like, she's blacking out. I'm like, finally. She was, you about to come, daddy? I said, yeah, about to come. I hate the daddy. Yeah, weird, huh? Yeah, I don't like it. Jumps back off, sucks me off, swallows, rolls over, goes to sleep. Next morning, wake up, I'm like, you good? She's like, yeah. She's like, what do you mean? I was like. 
You didn't die of alcohol poisoning? <laughs> I was like, that was pretty crazy, huh? She goes, eh, not one of my, not, not, it was not in my top 10. <laughs> I was like, thanks. <laughs> I don't have any fun sex stories. I got lots of them. I'm sure you do. I was never. After my divorce, dude, I, I turned into a completely different person. Yeah, I was never out on the prowl or nothing like I was that. A, I, was a, I was a bad individual. After my divorce, I got a plenty of fish. Started on the, I got on that website or that app, mm-hmm. dude. And every chick, dude, I fucked. <laughs> then I got on. Uh, Should be called plenty of semen. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. And then I got on uh, uh, eHarmony, but uh, Match mm-hmm. got a Match. That's for me and Amanda met. So I got on Match and like, it was like shooting fish in a fucking barrel. All them fucking bitches. All they wanted was like somebody to pay attention to them, and especially like, if they're single moms. Yeah, <laughs> and be like. Are you gonna be the guy that like like loves me and takes care of me? Oh yeah, yeah baby, sure. you betcha. Fucking hit it and quit it. Go on to the next one. I think I only met two people off match, and that's including my wife. And the first one I didn't do anything with. Let's see, off match dot com alone, I met like seven, and I fucked them all. So you 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 took advantage of that website. That's actually for people looking for love. I was looking for love. And you ruined... No, you're looking for sex. Okay, well, also love. You took advantage of the sanctity of MASH.com. No, I didn't. It's not my fault that they wanted to hook up the first date. Remember those MASH.com commercials with the devil? Huh? You don't remember those? Huh? Like, you can call me 2020? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. (laughs) Those were hilarious. No, I wasn't taking advantage of them. I was just giving them what what they needed at the time. You probably, you're probably that meme. You probably uh, fucked them, took the kids' lunch bowl and fruit no, snacks on the way no, out the no, door. No. Not like I'd say the night, like or they. I'd, I'm a like, gentleman. I'd say the night, and I wake up and make them coffee, or like they stay the night with me. I'd wake up, make them coffee and breakfast and everything else. Be like, hey, you know, let's, let's go out again. They're like, they yeah. Never talk to me again. Never talk to me again because I got a little dick. It's either I have a little dick or they have a really large vagina. <laughs> I've decided. It's like the Grand Canyon here. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, like, really, those websites are designed for shit like that. I, I think that I honestly believe they're for people looking for love. Match, eHarmony, fuck off, dude. It's all, like, dudes trying to get fucking laid. I don't want to think. I I I I use Match. I met my wife off Match. Uh, I she probably fucked a lot of dudes on Match. <laughs> Ask her about it. I don't want. Know, I don't want to know her number. Actually, I think I know her number. Do you? I think so. It's way lower than mine. I think I know my wife's number, and I'm not impressed. Think it should be higher? No, I think it it's where it needs to be. Like her, mm-hmm. like my wife's not. Ugly or fat or no, anything by those means, but somebody that looks like her, like I could see, like guys like constantly wanting to try to fuck her. I know, I know girls who who would try to sleep with every with uh, every letter of the alphabet, like so it'd be really hard to get to X. <laughs> Exhibit, yes. Exhibit. It starts with X. E-X. X I 
No, T-B-I-T. Exhibit going to give it to you. Exhibit for lawyer standpoints, those E, so it doesn't count. No, but exhibit the rapper is starts with an X. Was he the one that did Pimp My Ride? Yeah. I used to love that show. That show was so fake. And people could not and use their cars. The cars were the cars were never functional. Right. They they didn't fix anything. Like they didn't fix the engine. There's one time that they dropped a like a uh LS motor into it. That's a Corvette motor? Yeah. Fuck. But after that, they stopped doing that because the dude had to kill himself. I kill myself, too, but for different reasons. Mostly because it's a Sunday and I'm bored. <laughs> well, good thing it's not Sunday. It's Thursday. Lucky. Lucky you. So when you were when you were younger, did you use Napster or LimeWire? LimeWire. Are you too young for Napster? Nope. I had Na- well, Napster... Couldn't get porn videos on Napster, but you can get porn videos on Na- on LimeWire. My childhood really sucked. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because you never figured out LimeWire you could download videos? I did not know that, no. Yeah. This is my first time hearing that. Yeah, LimeWire, you get all the videos you wanted. I only went to LimeWire because they shut down Napster. Yeah. Napster, you could download porn videos, or, or LimeWire, you could download porn videos, and they would take you a couple days to download them. Cause of like, course. Like ninety minutes long, but you could download a porn on on LimeWire pretty easily. I had no idea. And like when Napster went down, LimeWire was a thing, but you always constantly got uh, uh, spyware downloading shit off LimeWire. Yeah. So when I was in college, I I, I don't think I remember even how to burn a CD anymore. Are you serious? I used to love burning CDs. I don't think I could do it anymore. So when I was in college up in Sheridan, I was a guy that you can go into into my dorm room, go on LimeWire, download whatever it is you fucking want. Like, there's one point, dude, I had probably like a hundred thousand songs on my on my LimeWire account, mm-hmm. and you and you can burn any fucking CD you wanted. Cost you a dollar. You come in, cost you a dollar, burn your CD, go. And there was just a jar. It was like a you're like uh, you're you're like a virtual pimp. It was an honor system. <laughs> honor system you know there's a lot of people that took advantage of it whatever didn't give a shit because at the end of the day i still had money to go buy cds and beer and condoms so people come in burn cds and of course like i'd be like before you burn a cd make sure you go you go through the library and make sure the song's already there it's not there you know before you download it again mm-hmm. so there's one point i had like well over a hundred thousand fucking songs on my line water and I got an email from the school saying, your internet access has been terminated. I said, okay. So I went and got my own internet access through Spectrum. Like I said, it had been, uh, wasn't Spectrum at the time. It was, uh, starts with a B. It wasn't before Spectrum. Vive? No. Anyways, I went. Vivian? No. Something like that? It started with a B. Oh, B. Bresnan? Yeah, that's Bresnan. the cable company. Yeah, yeah. So I went and got my my internet through Bresnan at the college, and, I, and they're like, "Well, why do you want to come here?" I was like, "Because they're keeping me off their fucking server, and that's not making money." So they hooked me up to the fucking internet and Wi-Fi and all that bullshit. And so Bresnan, seeing the downloads, like we can't we can't keep you on as a customer. So I got uh, Verizon, 
as my internet provider. Mm-hmm. This is back like 2004, 2005, or 2005, 2006. And people were still coming and downloading fucking songs. And then finally the school sent me a letter said, we'll let you back on the server. It's been 30 days, blah, 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 blah. So I canceled my membership with Verizon. Went back to school internet, continued downloading songs. Dude, uh, there was a guy that was uh, living next door to me. He was going to school for coding or some fucking thing. And he comes over to my room and puts up this, like, fake firewall. Uh-huh. So the school would never figure out what the fuck I'm doing. Dude, I made a fucking killing. I, I would download movies and burn movies, and I'd rent, my, I'd rent the fucking DVDs out to people. All kinds of shit. I used to always just make burn CDs for my friends. Like, that was my thing. And then when my friends started getting computers, I was like, you guys have no use for me anymore. Like, damn it. <laughs> Uh, I made. I made. I never. Job. I never charged anybody. It was. It was fun for me. I felt like I was doing computer stuff. Well, well, like when I went to college, like I made. I made it pay. Like you know, like people are like want a movie. Watch like, out, the IRS is gonna come after you. Yeah, fuck them. Why is the sprinkler system going on? You'll find, fuck around to find out. So when I lived in Douglas, we had shitty connection. All Douglas internet sucks, but it was Vive. I don't know if that's a big name or not. Nope. But uh. They had a limit on if you stream too much, they would charge you. Oh, really? So Sounds like AOL. Right? I never had AOL as a kid. We had AOL for like a day. Really? And then my mom was like, fuck this shit. I mean, I was huge on it. I wasn't huge, but like MSN Messenger was always. Did you ever go into like, everybody. did you ever go to like the live, tra- live, uh, live chat rooms? Nope. No? Nope, never did that. I did. My buddy and I might have like at his house, but I can't say I fully remember doing that. My childhood was really innocent. Obviously, I didn't know you could download porn off LimeWare. <laughs> Until I was 21, probably my underage drinking was probably three times. Really? Maybe five. See, but I was 16. Oh, it's, well, the first time I had booze, when I, was like, I was like 12 working at my dad's shop. They started, mm-hmm. they started feeding me booze. My mom came and picked me up, and she threw a big old fucking fish fit about it. Well, I bet. And my dad's like, all, all, the only time he's coming to go to work with me is when I'm there. And then he'd pick me up and go to work. I'd mow the lawn and do all the bullshit. And then next thing I know, I'm, I'm fucking hammered. <laughs> my mom would come get me, and like, the guys in the shop would be like, you need to learn how to control this. Like, get it under control so it's a little bit more hidden. I'm like, all right. So I did. I, I, I hardly drank. I remember we went to Glendo. With some family friends, or not family friends, like other hockey parents, and they were cool, and so they'd buy us alcohol. I drank at Glendo, I drank at their house, and then I remember drinking once at my brother's house. So you're going to be that parent that's like, if you guys are going to drink, drink here. I, I know that me teenagers, they, that they will drink, and I'd rather know that they're drinking. So but you, I'd also rather, like, I'd rather them be safe about it. So you'd rather them drink at your house? I don't know, because I, w- I wouldn't personally give my kids alcohol. So you'd rather them drink at somebody else's house? No. No, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not that far yet in my parenting. <laughs> that's, so, future, that's future me's problem. So Kendall will be 13 this year. Mm-hmm. So three more years, I'll be 16. And when I was 16... I was already having parties at my house when my parents left. Yeah, I wasn't doing that. 
I didn't call in sick to score nothing because I didn't want extra homework. Like, I was a good little boy. I'm dematuring as I get older. <laughs> like, yeah, I, look like, at you now. Look, looking back at myself, I was such a stuck-up douche. <laughs> See, so when I was like 16, it was your parents out of town? Yep. My parents, are going, my parents are going out of town all the time. So I'd be like, yeah, party at my house. We had a hot tub, all kinds of shit. It's like the only thing is nobody's fucking in my parents' bedroom, my mom's bedroom, mm-hmm. with my step, you know, my stepdad. And then my dad built his big fucking massive house. We had parties over there because he's always out of town all the time. It's like him and his wife would be going to Vegas or where the fuck ever they wanted to go for the weekend. And he had uh, gates that led into his property. So the only way to open the gates is if you had the code. And I had the code. Mm-hmm. So if people got fucked up, they weren't leaving. Oh, you do like a purge thing. Like, you trap motherfuckers? Well, I didn't want nobody to get a DUI. Right. So I, I know because as soon as they got a DUI or they got pulled over, they're like, oh, it's over at Kyle's house drinking. Da-da-da, here's where we're at. Da-da-da-da-da. No, fuck you, dude. You're staying here. I, I know my, my friend, or my friend, my brother had a friend, one of his best friends growing up, and his, the friend's parents were like that. Like, if you guys are going to drink, do it here like they had a big ass shop and stuff like hang out give us your keys and you guys do whatever you want we'd rather know you're doing we'd rather know you're safe doing it because we we know you're gonna do it and see that's where i'm at like if my if kendall or dre decide to have a party i'd much rather not be here when they do it but i'd much rather them knowing that here's the rules Mm -hmm. if we're gonna drink Dad says, you guys can't go nowhere. You guys have to be here. And this is where we're at. Yeah. You know, here's 50 bucks for pizza to feed everybody. So nobody wants to feel like they need to leave. Because it's going to happen. It's, it's going to happen. Well, my mom still yells me about drinking, and I'm almost 40. <laughs> I'm closer to 40 than I am anything else. And my mom still bitches at me when, when she's like, what are you doing? I'm like, drinking. Should be doing that, Michael. Like, you will live with my kids. Like, she, it was so funny because when we went to Mexico for Amanda's surgery, uh, she always tells me and yells at the, I yell at my kids too much. And then, so I, I quit yelling at them when they're, when they're at her house. Oh. And I caught my mom yelling. I'm like, hmm, really? See? <laughs> but going back to having our kids drinking at our house, like, yeah, you're looking at a, a ticket if, if somebody gets caught. Yep. But at the end of the day, I think my kids respect me enough to have friends that come over and respect me and say, we're not going to do that. But you got to be cool with their parents, too. The friend's parents. Yeah, maybe. Like, you want them to know what's going on. Do you, though? I would think so. I, I would want to know if if one of my kids is at a friend's house and they're like, "Hey, we're gonna be drinking over here." I would, I would rather know that what I'd rather know what they're doing and be able to check in on them. If, like, I'd, I'd, I'd rather know to be like, "Hey, you guys are being safe. You guys are being careful. No one's leaving." Because nothing's worth uh, drinking and driving and killing someone. Well, that's why I'd much rather do it here because, like, they have the keys in the bucket. Exactly, but I'm saying like I would rather like I would rather know ahead of time 
that this is what the plan is. That these parents are but it, here. But, it, and, but if you know ahead of time, would you say, okay, go ahead? But well, what I'm saying is I'd rather know like that these parents are responsible. They're they're gonna be okay, there. So, so if Ethan calls you and says, Dad, I'm going to Drake's house, we're probably gonna be drinking a bunch of booze, watching porn, and you'd be like, Go for it. Technically, I can't get involved with that because I'm the step parent, so that'd be up to his dad. But, but you know what I'm saying. I know what you're saying. Like, I... Okay, if I had a kid... If my kids were older and a kid was over here and they're like, hey, we're going to be over here, we're going to be drinking, but we're not leaving, have a sleepover or whatever, okay. Okay, so if they I said, Dad, we're I gonna, know you. Dad, we're going to Kyle's house. You'd be like, he's going to be parting right with you guys. <laughs> you know, shots, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and you'd be right there with me. Right. <laughs> like, I'm going home. See you guys later. You want anything from Wendy's? No. I I would rather know the parents. See, I don't if, think that matters. You don't think so? No, because I've raised my kids to have the integrity of them not wanting to lie to me. And they'd be like, hey, Dad, we're going to this party. Uh, I'm probably going to stay the night. I'd be like, okay. And... If they fuck up, because they know if they fuck up, that the hammer's going to come down. I'd, I'd rather know the parents to know that the kids are going to be safe and no one's actually going to leave. Yeah, but, and, but and, it also and, comes and, down and, to... But, 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 but they're in charge of the situation. But it also comes down to, like, you raising your kids to have that moral compass to find the friends that are, you don't have to worry about their parents. Because their parents have the same ideology, same beliefs, same bullshit as you do. So, like... Yeah, okay, I know you guys are going to be drinking and stuff, but I don't have to worry about it because the parents are just like me where I know they're going to sit there and take care of them. See, I'd, I'd feel more comfortable if I, if I knew the parents. Like, if it was, okay, let's say, say Miles, because I can actually control what Miles does. Or not control, but I can speak on it where I can't speak on the other two. Okay. If if you guys had a kid Miles' age, yeah, and it turns out like, hey, they're going to have alcohol tonight, but we're gonna watch them. I I know you guys. I trust you guys. Okay, but you also should have raised Miles in such a way that his moral compass would find himself some friends that you don't have to worry about his parents. Well, I'm talking about you guys though. Well, I know, but what I'm saying though is, as you raise children, you're raising them and have given them a moral compass of how they should act. How good was your moral compass when you were that age? Well, I didn't have a, I didn't have a fucking. So I didn't, I didn't have a role model to to show me how to act. I'm just saying, like it, if I would have had a role model to show me how to act, I bet you I wouldn't have. I wouldn't be in the situation I'm in right now. I would not be a fucking coal miner. I would not be sitting here on this podcast. I, I'd probably be on a beach somewhere in fucking Maui, living my best life, rich as fuck, doing I'm, my goddamn fucking thing. I'm just saying, like if if you know the people that are like I I know if my I know if my kid was at your house. Regardless if they're drinking or not, I know they're safe here. Well, yeah, but that but that but is, I that's would I speed. would rather know the parent. Yeah, but I know you and I trust you. Well, yeah, so but I'd rather them be in a situation. But that I know. but you, but you also know that when they come over to my house, there's a strict discipline rule. You get that too. Yeah, but there's a strict discipline rule that I make my kids follow. Yes, because you know me. But I'm, what I'm saying is, I have raised like I, like bunch of Kendall's friends, I don't know who the fuck they are. I don't know their parents. But I've raised Kendall in such a way that I trust 
his friends because he has the same moral compass as I do. It's mine. It's my mic. See, that was like with with my the people that when I was younger and they were giving me alcohol, like the when I said it, the the two out of three times, or okay, so I know I drank at my friend's house. I drank with them at Glendoke. So them, I know them like they were like a second family to me. So I I knew I was gonna be safe with them. I remember drinking once at my brother's house in in Illinois, but I. I, I I never went to a situation where I didn't know the people giving me alcohol. Yeah, because your parents raised you with a moral compass. That's gonna be annoying, right? That's weird. There it's gone. But to that point, I've also raised my kids to have. To, be, to like to understand that if I can't do it in front of dad, I don't need to be doing it. Well, yeah. So, Kendall and Drake both have this ideology, if you want to call it, or a moral compass that if I if I can't do it in front of my dad, I'm not going to do it. And they know that if they if they venture on outside of that, shit's going to hit the fucking fan for them. Mm-hmm. That's like if if you if you lie, you're obviously doing. If you have to lie about where you're doing, you're obviously doing something wrong. Exactly. So if Kendall says, "Hey, Dad, I'm going to this house party, and so and so's parents are going to be there," I'm going to go. Okay, if you need a ride, call me. Okay, that's different. You know the parents are going to be there. Well, even if the parents aren't going to be there, I'd, know, I'd, rather, have, I'd rather have adults around. But either way, I know that if the parents are going to be there, and Kendall gets too fucked up to drive. Kendall's going to go. Hey, Dad. I fucked up. I drank too much. Can you come get me? I know that. I know that that's what Kendall would do. Mm-hmm. I know that's what Drake would do. Because the consequences versus the law for being at my house, for me, Lost stricter. <laughs> is, is going to be worse than whatever fucking Johnny Law says is going to happen. Yeah. And they both know that. They both understand that. Because I raised them to have that, that respect for me. Yeah. But and they're not gonna they're not gonna do anything to go step outside that. I don't feel like I don't feel like we're saying anything disagreeing. But I would but, just but rather I, I don't know I don't care about the parents. I would rather know who they're with. I don't I don't I don't care though. How because, do you how do you know that they're not with some drunk alcoholic who or someone who's passing out drugs? Like I because, I would just rather know because I know my kids because I raised my kids to have, have a certain standard in life. That's why. So, like, my kids could be in the middle of a drug bait, drug, uh, in the middle of a fucking gangster drug deal. And my kids are going to go, I need to get the fuck out of here. I need to get the fuck out of here right now because I raised my kids to have that. Well, once you're in the deal, you can't really back out. You bet you can. If you're not part of the deal, but you're there. If you're there for the muscle, you can't back out. Yeah, you they can. need you. No. My kids know. I, I've raised my kids to know, like, what's the difference between right or wrong. Right. And I raised my kids to go, this person is a piece of shit. I don't need to be part of that. This kid's parents are pieces of shit. I don't need to be part of that. I'm just saying in my personal opinion, if if I didn't know the parents, I would I would want to talk to them at least beforehand. And I and I'm saying that I don't need to know the parents because I trust my kids. 
I just I I don't trust kids in general. They they don't if they're new to alcohol. They, I don't know how people actually get alcohol poisoning. I'm sure I've been there pretty close. I'm sure I was there a few weeks and ago. Tell you the truth, I don't think my kids would even drink. But I I would just rather know, rather know the parents, be able to get a hold of them. Like, hey, how's it going? Are they okay? Yeah. See, I I I I trust my kids enough to know that I raised them good enough that they have a good moral compass of judging people. So, okay, so today the kids came home from their dads, and I fucking, I, I, I snapped at the oldest, and I know her heart, her heart was in a good place. So when I take Miles to school, I go right past the crossing guard where their school is. Yeah. There was no crossing guard today. And so I was like, oh, that's weird. But today when they got out of school, they're, Still, apparently, wasn't no crossing guard, so she must have been sick or something. Hopefully, that's all it was, because I don't know, like, why they didn't have a sub-crossing guard. But but she ended up acting like a crossing guard. Like, no! Like, like you're, you're 12, you don't need to be doing that. And she's like, I'm, I'm trying to be nice and help people. I'm like, I get that, but the cars, like, it's not, it's not your responsibility. She's like, I didn't want anyone to get hurt. I'm like, I understand that, but... Yeah, but see, you're you're still trying to control. I don't want to control. I just, but that's what, you, but that's what you're doing. You're you're you are in control mode, and you want to protect. Whereas I'm like, go figure it out. I'd rather shield them from anything bad. See, I'm I'm, I'm the opposite. They need they need to go experience everything bad, and that's horrible in life, and. Get that underneath their wings because if you try to shield them and protect them, when something bad happens, what are they going to do? They'll they'll turn into me. Exactly. <laughs> I was I was way too coddled as a child, and I'll be the first person to admit it. But what I mean, like, really, what are they going to do? They're going to go. Oh, I better call Mike. I better call mom. Oh, uh, I'm in jail. I don't know what to do. And they call you, and you're going to rip their ass. Whereas my kids find themselves in jail, they call me, and I say, what the fuck are you in jail for? Well, Dad, I was drinking and driving. I'm like, okay. How much is your bill? It's this. So this is your one time I'm bailing you out of jail. Your one fucking time. Dude, we should start a bounty hunter show. Eh, not in July. Drunk ideas. <laughs> but then my kids go, you know, like say for for podcast bullshit. Mm-hmm. Kendall comes to me and goes, Dad, I got a girl pregnant. He's 18. She's she's 18. They're both 18. Okay. I got a girl pregnant. Dad, what do I do? I said, well, bitch. Fucking man up. Bitch, you better go start working some more shifts at McDonald's. I don't know what to tell you. I think that's one of my, my biggest things about... uh how earlier we're talking about sexually active stuff. Um, I had a lot of scares in high school, a lot of pregnancy scares, and that just kind of scared me of sleeping with people. Like, I don't want to risk knocking up some random girl. Yeah, but your kids are going to be on the risk of knocking up random people because that's the society we live in. Free sex, Everything's free sexual now. Have we had any transvestites come to our schools yet? I'm sure there are. But you know what I'm saying? It, it, it's just, it, it's you got to roll the times, and you got to raise your kids to be a certain way 
to where you can trust them. Like, like when they say, this is my best friend, like you trust them that they're their best friend because you raise them in such a way that they have a moral compass and they, they see people for what they are. Mm-hmm. And, and you believe in them for being able to pick their friends. But So when they pick their friends, you say, if, that's, if this dude says that this is his best friend and they're going to go out and party, his best friend is going to take the best care of him. So, okay, so my best friends were always there when I was drinking. Did you? Did your parents not you not know your your best friend's parents? No. Okay, so mine did. We no. were okay. Well, I take that back because my best friends were were dudes that their parents worked for my dad. Those are those are the kids I, I grew up with. So I had not, I had no choice but to be best friends with them. You know what I'm saying? No, I get it. So, so like. The night we went, when all of us got our MIPs, and I had to call one of my best friend's parents and say, hey, can you come pick us up? Because they're going to let me drive home, even though I blew zeros. Da-da-da. Yeah, absolutely. Called my dad, said, hey, Mark, I had to come pick up your kid. What's that worth to you? Because there's always money with those guys. It was no. never, there's never being, being a decent human being. See, I I never told my mom when I was drinking at my friend's house because I I knew I'd get in trouble for it. Well, see, I never told my parents about. I never told my mom about it because we was drinking at my house. My house was the house to to go drink. We could hide. My mom came home. I would stay sober enough to go talk to my mom, and my mom would go to bed, and then we go back to partying. See, like my, my childhood was this. Wow, saying this out loud sounds really really homosexual. Or not even homosexual, but questioning me. My friend and I, my my best friend and I, growing up, all we would honestly do is we we both worked at Arby's. And they used to have the five for five roast beefs. <laughs> yeah, we'd both go in there. We had sixty percent off for for the employee discount, so we'd have ten roast beef sandwiches, and we would just rent a shitload of movies, go in my parents' camper with a shitload of Mountain Dew, and watch the movies. Like that was mostly my childhood. Yeah, see, my childhood was about the time I turned, I don't know, 16. It was Bacardi. It was Smirnoff, Smirnoff Ice, Bud Light, Bud Light Party Balls. What is, what, what, what is a party ball? See, <laughs> like, I don't, is it like eight ounces or something? No, party ball is like, like 400 ounces. I don't know. It looks like a big... Big uh, ornament, like one of those mini uh, Heineken kegs. Yeah. Okay. Bigger. No, oh, bigger than that. Yeah. So <clears throat> when I was a kid, because like I had so many advantages that most people didn't have, like people to buy us booze. So we we always constantly be having someone buy us booze, but like, we didn't have to worry about like where's the next fucking. Beer run gonna come from. Mm-hmm. We had it, you know. So, and my mom and my stepdad, they were constantly gone every weekend. And then we had a big ass fucking uh, crawl space that you'd walk in. And so, like, that's where we'd hide all the booze and everybody'd hide out. And my mom would come home and she'd be like, Oh, we came home early. And I'd walk up to her and be like, All right, cool. But I was so high on fucking Vicodin and Percocets and everything else because I had so many soul surgeries in high school. I was like, oh, you know, you just fucking high. 
painkillers. Mm-hmm. Then she go to bed, get everybody back out, hot tub party, fucking booze, party balls. Didn't matter. Yeah, see, I, I, I wasn't looking at it as a, as a child. Like, I was honestly too afraid to upset my parents. I, I never gave you shit. I, I think I think I'm still like that. Like I, I'm to the point now where in life I'm afraid to try anything because I'm worried I'll fail. Well, see, that's where your parents failed you. They didn't fail me. Yeah, they did. Like they, they, they babied because, me, be, they coddled me. I exactly. get I, I get exactly where you're going with that. But I also think it's like my biggest fear is like like not being a good dad. Like I want I want my kids to know I tried. And I'm I'm worried I won't ever actually be able to show them that. Yeah, but you're trying now. Like we're trying to get this podcast going. We're trying to do other things. We're we're trying to get things going. It, it it's as much as I hate to say it, your parents did fail you. No, oh, no, I agree. I agree. That I, I was never prepared for life. Yeah, like that's the easiest way to put it. Like I I can't cook. I can't I can't make spaghetti. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. It's boiling water and put spaghetti noodles in it. Yeah, I, I, I don't know how to make spaghetti. I can't make pancakes. I tried making pancakes once. And uh, I gave them to Emma, and she took a bite, and she's like, oh, it's gross. I'm like, I worked so hard on this. And I took a bite. I'm like, oh, yeah, don't eat that. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't don't eat that. And like, see that I, w- I was never prepared for life. And see, that's where our parenting difference is. Because, like, you want to be there to protect your kids, and I'm there to, like, let my kids fail. Yeah, and I don't want, yeah. And I want my kids to fail because failure builds character and character builds fucking uh, success. Yeah, it's, it's like with, with Ethan and his, his skating. Um, your wife teaches him. She, I called him over the other day because he, he, he can't get stopping down. Like when I was a kid, when I was growing up playing hockey, my learn to skate was hockey practice. Yeah. And so he's actually getting to learn how to skate before all that. And he's like, I can't stop, but it's so easy for everybody else. They can do it. I can't. Like, there's stuff you're good at that, that they probably can't do. Yeah. Like you've seen in practice. And I'm like, try going slower in practice or stopping. And the Sarah was like, that's what I've been telling him. I know I issues even saying that. But I'm like, you don't need to go balls out to the wall all the time. Well, he also sees other kids doing the same thing. So he like, wants to be like that. Yeah. Or it's like, like he gets so upset with Miles because Miles. Even when they're at their dad's, Miles is like, I'm going to prick Ethan when he comes home. I'm going to do this to Ethan. It's always Ethan. Like, he, he wants to be like Ethan so bad. No. And I'm, That's my brother. Ethan gets so mad. I'm like, Ethan, it's a compliment. Like, he wants to be like right. you. He'll figure it out. I was the same way with my older brothers. He'll, he'll figure it out. He'll figure it out sooner or later. And I'd be like, all right, I get it now. That'd be cool. Like, I, like they'll... The kids always fight, and I'm like, "When do you see me fighting with my siblings?" But we always had a good year gap, yeah, in between us. See, when me and my brother fought, it was fist of cuffs yeah. or two by fours. Yeah, ours was. Who was the first one to knock out the other one? Ours was fake wrestling. I yeah. remember jumping off my brother's headboard, doing a uh, butt, like doing a flip and landing with my butt. So he called me Michael the Butt Dropper. <laughs> my brother, though, the last time me and my brother fought. I took a two by four and broke it across his face, knocked him out. And then the next time we fought, he threw me through a double pane glass sliding door and it knocked me out and I had glass stuck in my back. 
my mom had to take me to the emergency room, and she said, this is enough. We're done. We're done fighting. The last time me and my brother fought was in a, it was an agreement. We were going to wrestle, and we are going to fight, and I was choking him out, and he started singing Four Non-Blondes to me <laughs> while I was choking him out, and it made me laugh so hard, I let go, and he flipped me over and pinned me. <laughs> that was my last actual fight. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's you were raised different than I was. Mm-hmm. Your thoughts of how kids should be raised is different than I am. I'm a cuddler. Yeah. You are a. You did good, even though I got an F. And I'm more of like, you fucked up, retard. No, I'll still be hard if they. No, you would. If they, I'll, I'll still. Uh, yeah. Okay, if you guys see, if, like, if, if, if I, I, I see, I'm, I'm, I've been the one going to parent-teacher conferences. Mm-hmm. It hasn't been their dad, it hasn't been their mom. It's been me because I'm the one with the free time, and I'm the one that goes, and then I'm the one that has to pass these messages, messages along. Like, yeah, he tries to talk back, or he try, like. My, okay, so he, so, he, so Ethan, so. Ethan was arguing with me about my age. Like, I know how fucking old I am. <laughs> okay, so if they're gonna see you, be like, let's try better. Let's try better next time. Yeah, me. Yeah, see, you're a fucking retard. You you're, you're better than that. You're better than that fucking C. You, no, I, I do that same thing, but I don't call them retards. I I call I call my kids retards. <laughs> I say, why the fuck are you getting a C? Well, Dad, I don't know. I just don't understand this class. I said, well, you better fucking figure it out, because if you're gonna get a C in this class, you're gonna see kill it. You're gonna get a C in the rest of your classes. See that that was stressed me out too hard. Like, why? I I wasn't good in uh, math. Like, okay, so, so growing up, um, in in eighth grade, we started taking algebra one, mm-hmm. just simple basic algebra. Yeah. And I I couldn't grasp it, and I couldn't grasp it, but all my friends did, and I didn't want to be left behind from them. It's pretty simple. To to my, I understand, but but to myself at the time, like I I. It made me feel really bad that my friends got this and I didn't get it and I want to be with my friends. So my teacher made a special test for me in eighth grade that I passed that let me go on to freshman year and be in the same math class when I should have actually just stayed in pre-algebra because hmm. I, I wasn't getting it. Well, maybe, so it maybe was, if you listen to your dad how to read a ruler, you'd be fine. He yelled at me a lot. I, there's uh, so many memories of me crying at the counter. Not even hold the flashlight, just how to read no, the ruler. I, I was crying at the, crowd, at the counter because they already cleared the table. <laughs> and they moved me to the counter. I'm just saying, Mike, like, you can't be overpowering as a parent. I, 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 you need to trust your parenting skills for your kids and accept what you've done and what you haven't done. And go from there. All right. So you right. You're Ethan. Right. Ethan's not going to end up in prison. He's not end up in jail. He might end up be like, you want fries with that? <laughs> yeah. That kid better get a sports scholarship. Holy shit. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Okay. Okay. You you ready for some fractions? Sixty six point six percent of my kids aren't mine. Okay. So you got a third of them that are yours. Exactly. So I, 
I don't feel like I can actually parent them. Which like, you can. That, that, that was one of the things I wanted to talk to you about. Like, like, like whenever people, like the school calls me and they're like, hey, your kid did this. And I'm like, do I say it's my kid? Like their dad, like if you ever listen to this, I don't want to say you like, do I call them my kid? Yeah, you do. Like, I've been with Ethan since he's five months old. Emma, exactly. Emma was three. Yeah, it's your kids. I don't, I don't want to step on any toes. So I'm like. But he has nothing, but he doesn't have anything to do. With the outside stuff, he does though. It, they're they're his kids. To point to what point? He's the dad. Okay, he's a dad, but does he act like the dad? It's no different than it is with me with Drake. Drake, do you consider Drake your son? Absolutely. Okay, yeah, I I consider Ethan and my kids, but I always I always feel bad when they're like, like your child or your your son. Like I don't like. I'm so, always, I'm always so, like, can I claim so, that? So when somebody calls and says, your son is not feeling very good, I go, okay. I show up. Yeah. This is my boy. That, that's my kid. Did he come from a nuts? No. Does it matter? Absolutely not. But I'm his dad. He calls me dad. Right. See, and he looks up I, to I me. Don't, I don't get that. He looks up to he, me. He doesn't get his dad that much, though. Well, his dad chooses not to have that, that relationship with him. Mm-hmm. So I say, yeah, he's my kid. I'm going to raise him to be my kid to where he has a world compass to his friends that he has. So I don't have to worry about him going to do something fucking stupid where it's going to cost me like $10,000 bailing out of fucking jail. You know? Yeah, no, I get it. I just, I, I always feel bad. Like I don't, I don't know how to, how to say anything to them because they, it's like, your, there's it's your kids. It's there, your kids, Mike. It's your kids. There, there's, there's times where times where Ethan gets confused and he's like, "Oh, hey, Dad." He's like, "Oh, I mean, Michael." I'm like, ah, damn it. Well, like I feel like Dad, but yeah, okay, Michael, whatever. No, like, I'll just, I'll just quit always be it so fucking personal. It's hard. I know it's hard. It's, it's hard because I've been. You know, you know how many times it's Kendall called or Drake called me Kyle. Hey, hey, Kyle. Hey, Kyle. Then all of a sudden it was Drake or Kendall was going. Let's go talk to Dad. Let's go talk to Dad. Let's go talk to Dad. Let's go talk mm-hmm. to Dad. And so now I've been Dad ever since. And then Mike came around all of a sudden. Hey, Mike. Hey, Mike. It's not even Dad. It's just Hey, Mike. Yeah, that's your. That's your kid, though. Yeah, he is mine. And I'll fucking kill anybody and destroy anybody that says otherwise. Right. I'll fuck them up and I'll kill them. I don't give a shit. They ain't gonna, there's not a gun in my fucking house that's written my name. And I'll fucking <laughs> shoot you in the fucking face. Step parenting is rough. It is. It really but, is. But it's, but, it, but it's good. There's a lot of good that comes out of it. How many Christmases do you want? <laughs> you know, if Sarah would divorce me, I make sure that Drake is still comes over. And hangs oh, out of course. Me. I realize I said Sarah. If Sarah divorces me, I'm never divorcing her. Right. You 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 know you shot way above your sta- your standards. You're goddamn right. <laughs> you aimed too high. And you got lucky. Flew too close to the sun. I'm just saying. I'm just saying that like the way you raise a child should be give you the okay and the, like the reassurance that 
who they hang out with, you're good. I would just rather know the parents. I don't think there's anything wrong with wanting to know the parents that my kids will be hanging out with if they're drinking. Well, if they have, if they have good moral compass, you have to worry about but it. If I know the parents, I'm like, hey, you guys, you're going to take care of them. They're safe. If you guys need me, I'm here. I don't see anything wrong with that. No, good moral compass goes the wrong ways. But you're saying I'm wrong for your, for being like that. I'm not. I'm saying that you raise your kids to have a good moral compass. I don't worry about it. I'll worry about it. And that will be, we'll drink that. Thanks, everyone.